Hey guys, welcome to episode 20 of Prospect Barn. I'm Curtis Ratner. The Stanley Cup final is set. We have the Montreal Canadiens seemingly coming out of nowhere, and they'll be facing off against the Tampa Bay Lightning, looking to win back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, before we get into the finals preview, I'm just going to do a quick recap of the semifinal round. Uh, starting with Vegas and Montreal, I'll admit it, uh, Montreal is just a way better team than I thought they were. Uh, they're just so well structured. There's no really weak point in their roster whatsoever. They have a great blend of young guys and vets. Carey Price has been great in the playoffs, of course. But uh, it's been such a great team effort by Montreal. The defense has been so good all throughout the lineup. Uh, Philip Deneau just seemingly shuts down anyone he's on the ice against. The Toffoli Suzuki Caulfield line continues to dominate. Uh, Perry and Stahl have been great fourth liners. It's exactly what you need out of the older veteran experienced players, you know. Not quite the players they used to be, but they're seemingly filling into those roles so nicely. For Vegas, what it really boils down to for me is their top guys just didn't produce. Uh, Mark Stone held pointless in all six games. Former Habs captain Max Pacioretty held to just one goal. Jonathan Marchessault held to just one assist. Shea Theodore didn't seem to be himself at all. Uh, I think both Knights goalies were good, with an exception of that turnover by Flurry in Game 3, of course. That was pretty tough. But uh, goaltending didn't seem to be an issue for them. Whether it was Flurry or Leonard in net, they seemed to be getting good goaltending for most of the series. Uh, I thought Alex Petrangelo was actually by far the Knights' best player this series. So for all the Knights fans that were upset about the signing when he was struggling early on in the season, that's why you pay a guy like him as much as you do. He's the kind of guy you need on your team if you do want to make a Stanley Cup run. And this Knights team, I don't think they're going anywhere and they'll be contenders for a while. And Alex Petrangelo, if they ever do get over the hump, will be a huge reason why. Uh, It's also worth noting defenseman Alec Martinez played on a broken foot for the playoffs. Just absolute warrior, classic hockey player move, something you love to see. Uh, He is a free agent at the end of the season, so... Seeing where he goes should be interesting. I'm sure Vegas would love to bring him back. He was so good for them. But uh, I I don't know how much he's going to want. He's 33 years old. Vegas isn't exactly in the best cap spot right now. They've got, I believe, like $6 million cap space. Uh, they might need to get a contract off the books if they sign him. They, I know they probably want to bring in some depth scoring too. So it should be a very interesting offseason. Martinez is a guy who I'd actually love to see the Rangers go after potentially. I know he obviously... To get reminded of every time I hear his name, scored the goal in overtime in Game 5, eliminated the Rangers, I know. But uh, I think he's just such a complete defenseman, and he's so good in all areas of the ice. I think he'd be great. Rangers need a left-handed shot on the blue line as well, so he'd be a perfect fit. But regardless, I'm interested to see what happens with him. Uh, ultimately, Montreal ended up winning the series in six, and they're off to their first Stanley Cup final appearance since 1993. Uh, the Tampa Bay series, Tampa Bay and the Islanders, a rematch from last year's Eastern Conference Final, and it did not disappoint yet again. Tampa ends up getting it done in seven. Uh, one nothing final in Game 7, the lone goal coming from Yanni Gord shorthanded. It was the first time in NHL history that a Game 7 ended one nothing with the only goal being a shorty, so fun fact there. Nikita Kucherov left game six pretty much one minute into the game after a cross-check from Scott Mayfield, which I do want to talk about for one second. Yes, I agree 100%. It should have been a two-minute minor penalty. I know a lot of people seemed upset there was no call. Kucherov got hurt on the play. But 
even if the call was made, that wouldn't somehow make Kucherov not injured. So I'm not really sure what fans want. Like, it's not even close to being suspension worthy. They missed a call. There's been a lot of missed calls in the playoffs so far. So I'm not really sure what people are expecting out of this. You're not I said you're not going to suspend Mayfield for it. It's not going to make Kucherov uninjured. You ended up winning the series. So I don't understand what you guys are so upset about. It's, it's a cross check. It happens in hockey all the time. It's unfortunate he got hurt. Um, I think Tampa Bay is just so deep on the back end right now. You got Hedman, McDonough, and Sergachev all on the left side. Uh, that depth down the left side is insane. They're so all three of them are so good. Uh, Ryan McDonough in Game Seven was unbelievable. I thought he was the best player on the ice by a lot. Uh, I thought that might have been the best game I've ever seen him play as a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, he'll always be one of my favorite players, so I'll always root for him to have success and to watch him do that in a Game Seven was awesome. Uh, the Islanders did come up short; they were so close yet again. They end up losing to Tampa Bay again of all teams. Uh, there's a part of me I will say that kind of feels bad for this team and their fan base. The story just seems so perfect for them this year. The, the last run at the Cali, fans were going absolutely nuts, and to come up just short again. Uh, at the same time, though. On the other side of it, the Rangers fan in me did smile a little after seeing him lose. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, I mean, they, they were a cool story. The Coliseum's obviously a great building with so much history. And uh, even I'm going to miss that place. So that, that would have been a cool ending for them if they were able to to, to somehow beat, win this series and then go on and win the Cup. Uh, the Islanders, though, are in a very interesting situation right now. Back-to-back semi-conference final appearances uh, last year's East final this year is just semifinal, but uh, they they have some decisions to make in the off season, some pretty big ones. They have two very big RFAs, and with just under uh, just under six mil in cap space, uh, it should be interesting to see what they do. First off, you got Adam Pellick, who in my opinion is so underrated. He's like the definition of just a complete defenseman. He's not going to overwhelm you with points, but he's so good. Uh, he's their priority one for me. I think he will want money. I think he's going to want term. If I had to guess, it'll be somewhere between four and seven years, somewhere between five and seven million per year. But that's your priority one. You do what you have to do to re-sign him. He is so valuable to this team. I don't make it. I don't want to make it seem like this next guy is not valuable because he's a huge part of this team as well. And that's Anthony Beauvillier. When he's hot, he's hot. He definitely struggles with consistency a tad. But when he when he's scoring, he's scoring at ridiculous rates. Uh, I think he'll probably want somewhere around five years, around five mil a year, maybe even a little bit more, not sure. Uh, I think both those guys are so important to this team, and if they lose either of them, it'll be a massive blow. So I'm very intrigued to see what they end up doing. Maybe they try to move a bad contract off the books, uh, work out a deal with Seattle possibly, get them to take on a contract. I'm not sure. It's thinking off the top of my head. But uh, only time will tell. Uh, Islanders fans, I'm, I'm sure... You're well aware of this right now, but those are two guys that you that you want to lock up and you want to be Islanders for a long time. Uh, moving on now to the Stanley Cup final preview. Montreal's done nothing but prove people wrong all playoffs. Is it really that crazy to think they could do it again? Uh, I personally don't think they will. I think Tampa's just too deep for them offensively. I don't think Montreal can match the firepower. I think it's possible, but I don't think it will happen. 
Uh, Price will need to elevate his game even more than he already has, which has been great in the playoffs for the Habs to win this series. He'll be dueling with Andre Vasilevsky. That's the two hottest goalies in the world right now going at it. Vasilevsky now has shutouts in four straight clinching games, dating back to last year's Stanley Cup final, uh, where he shut out the Stars. Uh, this will most likely be the biggest storyline the whole series is people will strictly talk about Price versus Vasilevsky, and why not? It's it's seemingly like you like I was saying earlier the the two best goalies in the world right now, and uh, I don't think that whoever the better goalies in this series will necessarily win it. I think it's very possible, but uh, it, it'll get broken down to that specific matchup a lot. Uh, this matchup will feature the playoffs best power play team against the playoffs best penalty kill team. Uh, both of them putting up ridiculous numbers. Tampa Bay Lightning are currently hitting at 37.7% in the power play. The Habs have killed a mind-blowing 93.5% of their penalties. Uh, I know that number is awesome, but Montreal's best chance to win this series is don't put this Tampa Bay team on the power play. Don't let the power play get hot. There's, I mean, they score at will. Seemingly, uh, if you hit the power play hot too, it's just you're not going to really catch up to them, I don't think. Uh, Montreal was undefeated in the playoffs when they scored two goals or more, which is crazy. Uh, I don't think that this will keep up the series. I think they'll need to score more than two a game to consistently beat a team like Tampa. But uh, that just shows you how good their defense and carry price have really been. Uh, both teams have been below 50% in the faceoff circle so far this playoffs. Montreal is a slight edge winning 49.2 to Tampa Bay's 47.7. It's a very underrated part of specifically playoff hockey is the ability to win clutch draws. Both teams have been seemingly average so far in the playoffs, and it'll be interesting to see who gets the advantage in the face-off circle. Uh, From a gambling perspective, I I do have Tampa plus 650. I took it before the playoffs started, so I'm kind of set there. I'll probably throw in a small hedge on Montreal. I might wait till after game one. I haven't decided yet. I do think Tampa wins game one, and I think I can get a great number on the Habs if I do wait. Uh, If you don't have anything yet and you just want to look for a series bet, uh, I'd say to take Montreal. I think it is enough value for a play. Uh, Again, I do think Tampa wins game one, so if you did want to wait, you could probably get a better number, seemingly what I'm trying to do if they do lose game one. But, I mean, this team, they came back from 3-1 in the first round. Yes, I know it was the Leafs. Clean sweep, of, clean sweep of Winnipeg in round two. And then monster underdogs, a huge upset of a thought-to-be far superior Golden Knights team. I don't know why people won't respect this Montreal team. Like It's okay to admit they're a very good team. We were wrong. The North Division was not that bad. Uh, there were, you could argue, Calgary, Ottawa for most of the season weren't good. I mean, Vancouver wasn't good. I thought they'd be better, but... Toronto, say what you want about the way they choke in the playoffs. They're a good hockey team. Montreal has clearly proven they're a good hockey team. Edmonton's not a deep hockey team, and I know they also had an awful run in the playoffs, but they're not that bad. You still have two of the five best players in the world. Winnipeg has potential to to be a good hockey team. You can't really go that round with Connor Hellebuck. Their D's not that strong, but I mean... I don't think the North Division's as bad as everyone thought it was all year, and Montreal's clearly way better than everyone thought all year. Uh, my final prediction for the series, though, sorry I went a little bit off topic there, is I'm taking Bolton six. Like I said, the depth's just unmatched. 
Uh, I'm rolling with the bolts going back to back. I'm going with the big rig going back to back to back. But uh, ultimately, I'm just excited to watch the finals. Always a long summer once hockey ends. Let's all just sit back and enjoy what will hopefully be a great Stanley Cup final. I'll be doing a mid-series episode during the final for sure. I'm not sure exactly what point of the series that will be. I'm going to play that by ear, see how it's going. But uh, other than that, guys, just uh, have a good one and let's enjoy the final.